0: All right, today we are going to be ranking the top 12 Dynasty QBs, including two rookies who have snuck into our top 12. So make sure you stick around. We're going to evaluate which of these QBs you should be taking in what order, according to our rankings. Should be a lot of fun. First, make sure you subscribe to the channel, and make sure you smash that like button as well. That really helps the channel out. We've got Dynasty content coming out every single week at this point, leading up to the Combine. So we really appreciate that. Make sure you check out our locals page as well. We've got listener leagues, playing leagues with us, our ADP data, and the rankings you'll see in today's video, all available on Discord. Let's get into it. We're going to rank the top 12 Dynasty QBs, and this is going to be maybe, maybe a receipts video because we are going to put two rookies in our top 12 according to how we have them ranked. And obviously, you know, it being late February before the combine has happened, this can be fairly risky because we actually don't know how this QB class is going to sort out yet. We don't know if these guys are going to get the draft capital that they need to to be ranked top 12 right off the bat. We are going to go with our guts. It should be interesting. We're going to start with Patrick Mahomes. So Patrick Mahomes coming off his... Patrick, from the plays with the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh.
1: he's he's not that good without no. Tyree Kill. But, but he is
0: he is our <laughs> he is our uh, quarterback one. So obviously, Mahomes coming off his second Super Bowl, he's one of the best players, football players of all time. He is looking incredible in from a fantasy standpoint. He averaged twenty five point three points per game last year. What you guys have anything to add about Mahomes? I mean, it's just he his success speaks for himself. Is
2: twenty seven too old? Uh,
0: no, guys, no. guys, no, don't. I do not ever mention age when you're talking about. Patrick Mahomes. Number two, we've got Josh Allen. This is a guy that was really at the QB one spot for a lot of last off offseason. You're the Josh Allen guy. Yeah, obviously. Me. Are you worried at all about him seeking out contact and rushing? Are you worried at all about his longevity? Are you worried at all about that? He was he struggled a little bit at the end of the year. I mean, we obviously yeah. still have him oh as QB man, two. It was rough. But thoughts on that because you're the Josh Allen guru.
2: Here. I mean what? In the last three years, he's been QB one, one, and two. Um, I'm not really worried about it. I mean, this is fantasy. This is dynasty. He has a big contract. Uh, in the long run, I mean, we don't want him to turn into Ben Roethlisberger and be a statue at the end of his career because he's taking so many hits. But I think he's he's shown the ability to be a, a good passer. Um, and I think when he gets to that point in his age, him and his coaches will make that decision. I think it's fine. He scores fantasy points. Run it back.
0: Elite rushing upside. Talk to me a little bit about, Nathan, about why Joe Burrow is our QB3 in our dynasty quarterback rankings.
1: Yeah, uh, Joe Burrow has really defied all odds and all criticism from us where um, way back when we had an issue with him even being ranked QB4 overall um, in Dynasty, and that just kind of blew up in our face. Um, Didn't say he had – we said he didn't have the rushing upside to be a top three or top four Dynasty QB, and then he goes out there and has more um, rushing yards and rushing touchdowns than even Justin Herbert. So, um, with the amount of volume, um, uh, from a passing perspective that Burrow has, and then the, the rushing upside on top of that, like I'm just so comfortable and so thrilled to have Joe Burrow as a top three QB at this point. And I I don't think you can really argue against it. You can argue for who we have here at QB four, and I, I won't argue against that either. I think they're in the same tier, um, Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow, but, um, we have Burrow at three, so.
0: And you want to talk a little about Jalen Hurts since you're the Jalen Hurts champion?
2: Yeah, I mean uh, Jalen Hurts champion. I wish I was not in on Jalen Hurts before this year, so I have a grand total of zero shares drafted before this year. Same, uh, same. But the reason the reason I think he's my QB three in dynasty is because if we're looking, let's throw a, a picture up on screen of the of our top tier of the QBs. The top three: Patrick Mahomes, twenty five point three points per game; Josh Allen, twenty four point three points per game; Jalen Hurts, twenty five point six points per game. That is more than anyone else, any of the other QBs, any of the top QBs in Dynasty, and that's more than Joe Burrow who had 21.7. Uh, he's two years younger. Age doesn't really that matter that much, but they're both going to get massive contracts this year. I also think Jalen Hurts has an equally amazing supporting cast. Uh, I prefer the coaching staff in Philadelphia. I prefer the O-line. Um, yeah, I just pre- I'll take the extra points per game, and they he's have got great situations. He's a great quarterback, going to get a good contract, but they're all the same tier.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Justin Herbert comes in at, at number five. This is a guy, obviously, he's my favorite player. A guy that I still think is deserving to go at the top of these startup drafts. You know, I do think, while I'm pretty underwhelmed by the Kellen Moore hire by the Chargers, I do think he's going to be a lot better for Justin Herbert's Herbert from a uh, – down the field passing perspective, and that's going to have a direct impact on his fantasy points. If
1: Mike we, Williams.
0: Yes, that is a great point, because if you look at really, you know, Justin Herbert's season, not only did he struggle, now not just making excuses either, but he really did struggle through some injury, uh, but his wide receivers and his weapons struggled through injury a lot, and as a result of that, I think they were really, really trying to run that offense through Austin Eckler. It really showed in his production, and as a result, Justin, Justin Herbert obviously coming in at 17 points per game that's a fairly underwhelming, but you got to remember, he is only 25 years old. He is playing on a good team with very good weapons. He's got a new offensive coordinator. He's going to come back. Hopefully, next season, he's going to be healthy. And you saw already that he can produce in an elite level for a quarterback in, in Superflex leagues. So I'm not worried about Herbert. I think he's going to return to being 22-plus points per game next year, and I think he's going to submit his spot up here at the top with these other QBs. And then we have Trevor Lawrence. So Trevor Lawrence, obviously, probably one of our biggest quarterback risers in terms of getting up into this elite category. With Jalen Hurts, they both kind of moved their way up and now with Trevor Lawrence, you're really seeing him go a lot. At the 106, uh, you see him going 105 even sometimes, just depending on how much they like Justin Herbert. So obviously Trevor Lawrence in, our, in the Colts uh, division, we, we have seen Trevor Lawrence tear us up many, many times, and now he's starting to just kind of tear everybody up. So a little bit about Trevor Lawrence from one of you, I don't care which one, um, just and why he's kind of made this rise and why he's kind of living up to the expectations that he had coming into the league now.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think he has... All the same tools as Justin Herbert, right? I mean, cannon for an arm, huge, great builds, better process. good offense. But I think I prefer the Jaguars' coaching staff. He's a little bit younger, honestly. I could completely see uh, someone making an argument, and they do for Trevor Lawrence over Justin Herbert, and I'd be okay with it. Uh, I've just we've seen Herbert do it already, and they're both really young. Cool. I, I think
0: yeah. I think you could make an argument to take Trevor Lawrence over almost anybody. Yeah, he's great. Like, besides, maybe Mahomes. Like, I mean,
2: look what he did in that in that playoff game where th- they were down by that much. And yeah, he looked horrible in the first quarter. But he showed like generational ability in you know leadership in that game.
0: Don't you, don't you think you could see Trevor Lawrence going as high as like, I don't know. This
1: time next year, there is literally a chance that he could be the unquestioned QB two. This time next I mean, season, I
0: think so too. I think so too. We're big on Trevor Lawrence. We got Lamar Jackson coming in. Uh, At number seven here. Now, this is interesting. Lamar spent some of the season hurt. His contract is still kind of in flux. Like, we don't know what's going to happen, and we assume he's going to stay with the Ravens at this point. Uh, He has a new offensive coordinator. As Greg Roman made his way out, so it's going to look a little bit different, but Lamar is still Lamar. Uh, he's just turned 26. Still very young. Still very elite rusher. Uh, tell me a little bit about why you still like Lamar, even though there is some cloudiness around you know his situation and his health.
1: Yeah, it's it's nice to see him not falling too much in in startup drafts because of him struggling with injury for a second consecutive year. Um, Greg Mo- Greg Roman leaving the Ravens is a big deal. Um, not only for the receiving core there, but at the QB position. I mean, Lamar Jackson, I still would argue, is a much more capable passer than we have seen in the last couple seasons. And a lot of that is because of Greg Roman's offensive scheme. It's very unique. Um, it's It caters to the running backs and the tight ends in that offense. And you're not really taking a ton of shots downfield. And really, to start the season, Lamar was taking some shots downfield uh, uh, to, to Bateman specifically. Yeah, and Bateman and, got hurt. Yeah, and Bateman got hurt, and it was just not a great situation overall there in Baltimore. Um, but with Lamar, I don't really care where he ends up next season. I could see the Ravens tagging him and then moving off of him, um, and I'll be happy wherever Lamar ends up going even next it, season. Even. And I, he's going to get a mega deal
0: regardless. Even in a quote-unquote down year, he's averaging 20 points per game. That's ridiculous. Mars is ridiculous, yeah. guys. Don't don't forget it. Uh, at number eight, we've got Deshaun Watson. I think there are a lot of people that aren't going to love this. I think this is where you start having people throw fields in and maybe some of the rookies. And because we have Deshaun Watson up here, I think we're going to get a little bit of pushback. But Deshaun's still only 27 and a half years old. He's plenty young. He's in what is probably the best situation he's been in his entire career. And while I know there's some concern about him not playing football for an extended period of time, um, the fact of the matter is I think Deshaun will return to form and I think you kind of saw that starting to progress that way at the end of the year. He started to look better on the field and from a fantasy perspective. Uh, so while his points per game this year, you know, 15 points per game is not the best. It's also not the worst for not playing football for two years. He's got good weapons he's got Amari Cooper. He's going to have Nick Chubb. Donovan Peoples Jones was stepping to his own. And honestly, the and Browns could continue to draft weapons to put around him as well.
2: And he's got a guaranteed contract. He's not going anywhere.
0: Yeah, it, that,
1: yeah the,
2: God, the I do and keep it moving the, the next one. The
1: contract is huge, but guys, let, let me just say one thing about Deshaun. Ruined one, it. What? I'm just getting... No, you're good. So, okay. Um, <laughs> there is a similar... Uh, is, not the same situation, but but kind of where you see this guy leave for a couple years in the NFL, um, and then he comes back and he ends up playing at an elite level, both in the NFL and in fantasy. And it took him a while to come back. This is Michael Vick. I have no problem comparing the Michael Vick situation to the Deshaun Watson situation because they were both elite QBs of their time.
0: We're getting edgy Don't here.
1: forget what Deshaun Watson did as an NFL player two years ago. He comes back. Why are you so low on him? Because he didn't play well after being out of the league for two seasons, almost two full seasons. Like, the, <laughs> I, I'm almost willing to completely overlook it. And, like you said, he's shown strides of improvement already in a brand new offense, brand new coaching staff, brand new everything. He's going to be fine coming into this next season. Okay.
2: Well, we'll see what the script writers have to say about that. <laughs> Kyler Murray.
0: Right. Yeah. So, Kyler uh, is a guy that we have ranked higher than what the ADP is. We have him at the QB9. And I think he's probably going off the board, the QB. 11, 12 maybe. I think I think the rookies are going over him. I think Justin Fields is going over him for sure. So this is somebody that if you compared our yeah, rankings to, right now. to ADP data, we have him as a quote unquote a buy. Somebody that was going in the top 7 picks last year pretty much in every startup. Somebody with elite, you know, rushing upside, still 19 points per game this year and it what was an awful situation. Cliff Kingsbury cannot coach, but what do you guys like about Kyler going into next season? Although he is coming off the ACL tier, what are you concerned about, but also why are we buying into him so much at this price point? (sighs) I'm
1: honestly almost. I'm not really concerned about Kyler at all in terms of his injury. If it takes away from his rushing upside a little bit, I don't really care because his passing volume is so significant. And I already didn't like how much he was running to begin with. With this injury, this could be an offensive wake-up call uh, for their coaching staff and saying, hey, Kyler is not the most durable guy if you're going to specifically write up plays for him to, to, to run and take those hits. I think he's shown that he really shouldn't be doing that as often as they were using him in that way. And if they use him more in the pocket, he can stay in the pocket and he can make big deal throws and he can throw the ball 35 times a he game. He fits in the yeah, pocket. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So with – Short jokes, really? With with Gannon coming in, um, I, I don't know why we're so concerned about Kyler Murray coming into a new offensive system because the offensive system with Cliff Kingsbury wasn't that – Great, anyways, and Kyler didn't. I, I think it was pretty obvious that he he and
0: Kingsbury were not getting along. I mean, they did stick a defensive coach with him, so I can see that argument too. Like, it's not like Gannon has a. He's yeah. going to have to make a really yeah. good yeah. hire at offense. I mean, yes, Dan Campbell's will. a defensive coach, right? Yeah, I just mean the right coach puts their
2: good pieces in place.
0: It, it's it's all it's about the OC though. It's Ben Johnson. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. The OC hire has to be good. Yeah, I can yeah. see that concern. But
1: but that doesn't mean that Gannon is incapable of of so. of communicating a team strategy and communicating with his offensive coordinator what he needs to see and what Kyler is best at. I, I mean, that's why he got the head coaching job is they think he's going to be able to do that. So I I'm excited for what Kyler is going to do going into this next. Anything
2: season. can be better than Klings- Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Anything is
0: better than saying his name, too, because I totally botched that as well. Yeah. Hey, can you imagine just in an alternate universe? Can you imagine if they had hired Shane Steichen to be with Kyler? That would be huh disgusting wow. like they he would be such a buy right now but we got him, so darn all right moving on we've got two rookies now let's talk about the first one that we have ranked as our QB 10 and that is going to be Bryce Young of Alabama we expect Bryce Young probably to go one-on-one in the draft but that obviously can change um, at this point that's kind of the buzz we're hearing tell me a little bit about why Bryce Young is starting in our top 12 QBs before we even see him play
2: yeah man Bryce Young's a different breed uh, he's go he's going one-on-one in the NFL draft and yeah um, Outside of Zach Wilson, almost every QB that gets that much draft capital is going to get a chance, and they're going to get another chance, and they're going to get so many chances. We're seeing it with Trey Lance right now. You know, he's going into his third year, and he's still going to be young, and he's going to get a chance to start again. You know, he hasn't re- he hasn't proved anything yet. So Bryce Young is going to have so many chances as a young QB with all of this talent to come in the NFL and prove himself. On top of that, from what we've seen from his film, He is so good. He's so good at manipulating pressure in the pocket and creating plays when nothing is happening. And that is something that's so necessary in the NFL right now. I mean, you see that in in Josh Allen and in Patrick Mahomes and in all of these QBs at the top with these these talents that the NFL teams are uh, desiring. Um, and so, you know, especially Nathan and I, all in on Bryce Young. Uh, yeah. Really yeah, excited.
1: Yeah, and the size, I understand the size argument. I understand that Bryce Young will have to, from a size perspective, be an outlier. But if Bryce Young is going top five in the NFL draft, that means the NFL is expecting him to be an outlier. So if he goes at that point, I am all in on Bryce Young because <laughs> he's just he is so good yeah
0: at, i am mean, by the way i'm uh, all i'm all oh I'm yeah. Sorry, yeah yeah, yeah. no Avery i'm not i'm not strub. taking a shot at you yeah, yeah. no i know you I just like first
2: but i mean i think the deal with both of these rookie qbs is is this is how you get that guy that's going in the top 5 of a of a dynasty startup you got to you got to take the shot on them when they're still going in the second Fair. so these guys when they're being ranked 12th and you know 10th um, you have to be willing to take that shot otherwise you're never going to end up with maybe having Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes on the same roster because at some point in time someone did that by taking a shot before they were valued highly yeah, and absolutely. so that's what we're doing here we're calling our shots
0: absolutely uh, I just realized that <laughs> we have a player that separates the two rookie QBs and that's Justin Fields and I also just realized we're going to get trashed because we have Justin Fields at the QB I know
1: those are just composite rankings because I don't I think I did I personally had Young and Stroud over Fields
0: I, uh, yeah, it's it's the deposit for the
1: four of us. Yeah, There's, yeah. A,
0: but I'm just saying because we have Justin Fields outside of the top 10 of QBs, people are going to be roasting us. I know. It's I, funny. Listen, Justin Fields, 20 points per game this year. Still 24 years old, going to get better weapons. I'm not even going to mention that we've seen. There have been pretty credible reports that they could take Bryce Young. Why? Why would we say that? Because it's actual news? Because it's true? Why would they ever take Why would they ever do better that? prospect? Why would they take a better QB? I don't know. I don't know. But Justin Fields still a very valuable dynasty asset. You're probably the most sympathetic towards Justin Fields. I'll let you kind of do your
2: Yeah. I mean, up. we're talking fantasy. Justin Fields scores points. I I mean, I'm I should have seen it last year with Jalen Hurts. Wouldn't you say we all should have seen it? You know? Yes. He's um yeah. he's extremely efficient on the ground. He's going to score points, so why not draft him? Worst case scenario, he gets traded and he's gonna do the same thing on another team. I don't really see a a case that happens i don't really see a future where justin fields is not starting nfl qb in the next you know six years so why should he not be valued highly in dynasty he's going to produce and he's going to be a starting qb somewhere whether it's on the bears or not it might even be better for him
1: be, yeah but that's my one question is how much of the market value of justin fields right now is being dictated by i'm sorry Chicago Bears fans right now. So if he goes, if he goes to a different team, will his market value fall to the middle of the second round? And no. if it does, I'm I'm running to get Justin Fields at that point. But, I doubt it is, but no, at the same time, there's
2: 32 teams in the NFL. Okay, the, the so you one, don't you don't one think fan it'll, base is not driving Justin
1: Fields?
0: You don't think it'll up. move regardless? Loud, they are pretty loud. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know. I, I have a gut feeling that they'll stick with Fields, and I do think we need to. So exp- so since everybody since you're everybody's favorite because you gave the Justin Fields defense. Explain why we're taking these guys over Justin Fields. Oh, you might be taking uh, Fields yeah again, I have Fields
2: over these two so
0: over Murray and Young. And uh, I
2: it- oh no no just Young. So I had I had Justin Fields over Bryce Young and C J Stroud.
0: Yes. Yeah So we all have them. I mean, but why? So why do we take Kyler and Deshaun and Lamar over Justin Fields? Because he's going over these guys in, in startups. Like yeah,
2: uh, they've they've definitely shown a better ability. Um, Longer to run an NFL offense, they can move the ball efficiently down the field and they don't have to use their legs on every play. Uh, I do have worries at this point in time about Justin Fields and his ability to run an NFL offense, you know, and just sit there, stand in the pocket, and move the ball downfield without having to get out of the pocket and create that way, um, which is a skill that you want your QB to have. But I'm worried about that. Contract Um, and yeah, contract. Kyler has a, a huge contract. Dak ha, has one as well. Deshaun, does. Uh, Deshaun, fully yep. guaranteed. Lamar Jackson, he's going to get one too. Let's so ho-
0: let's move on to our QB twelve. C.J. Stroud. Uh, kind of the same thing here. He's, I mean, if he gets drafted in the top five picks, we've seen what he can do. I mean, we saw it in college at Ohio State. Uh, he was hyper productive there. He's got a great skill set that I personally really like in terms of translating to the NFL. And if he goes to a situation like Indianapolis, I think there's no doubt that CJ Stroud is going to be a very desirable QB in dynasty leagues from day one, just purely based on his draft capital, the skill set he has, the level of prospect he has, and his landing spot. So talk a little bit about why we have him ranked this high over guys like Dak into a et cetera, Trey Lance guys like that,
1: um, because he's probably most likely to get a really, really good landing spot. And um, I, I think his, his ceiling with his rushing upside and with his passing volume, like it's just it's too promising to pass up. And I don't really see a scenario where his value goes down from here until the start of the season. So I think you legitimately could get, if you wanted to move away from Stroud, if you acquire him in a rookie draft at the one oh two like or one oh three, you could get from now until the start of next season, Dak plus. You just could. That's absolutely so um, that's that's why I'm probably taking um, Stroud over Dak. I don't know where I have in my rankings personally, but I can see the argument for Stroud over Dak right now.
2: Yeah, why wouldn't you? I mean, he's younger. They, they both have limited rushing upside in fantasy. Um, Dak's not an incredible NFL QB, and we don't know if CJ Stroud is either, so why not take the uh, eight-year gap there? Um, yeah. Dak has I mean, 17.8 i 17.8 fantasy points per game. I think CJ Stroud is completely capable of that, but at a much, you know, just reset the time. Yeah, just I mean, reset I, the clock there.
1: Yeah, I personally have Dak over Stroud and Young just purely because he is in the NFL and he's done it for it's multiple years. Yeah, it's, it's just a, yeah, that's yeah, just maybe being conservative. We have them all in the same tier. Yeah, yep, no absolutely. problem with with. Young and Stroud over Dacadol. All
0: right. You can find the rest of our QB rankings on our locals page, so make sure you head over there and get on our Discord. That's where we release all of these rankings, including where guys like Tua, Trey Lance, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, things fall like that. So make sure you check that out. Again, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you smash a like on the video. We really appreciate you guys watching. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you later.